The Defense Health Agency has spent the last few years clustering military treatment facilities under its purview in two marketplaces. Markets share resources and try to standardize care. Now DHA is creating a catch-all conglomeration of clinics and hospitals to encompass remote facilities. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni spoke with the director of the new small market and standalone military treatment facility organization, Major General Shauna Woyak. The services worked very independently before in military medicine, and this is just a, an initiative to integrate those services under one enterprise management system, if that, if that makes sense. The SSO is an intermediate management organization, so it's not technically one of the 20 direct reporting markets. And those direct reporting markets are really outlined in geographic areas. And so everything that did not align in one of those direct reporting markets in that geographic area was put into the SSO. And so that's why you see a lot of the MTFs that are more remote and more rural, which I would call more like a critical access, a large military population perhaps, but with a very uh, limited access to medical care. So those MTAs are in various locations such as that. And then we also have the 17 uh, small markets. And when I say the word small, they're not necessarily small. For example, our Nellis Air Force Base in that market isn't necessarily small, but uh, we do identify that as one of our small markets that report to the SSO. So the SSO as an IMO um, has all of the uh, oversight in terms of healthcare delivery, business operations, uh, policy and process, et cetera. So really integrated into that, uh, to that one, uh, one point. Traditionally, with the large markets, someone would be in charge of you know the New York area, the Philadelphia area, the, the D.C. area. You have a national view over things and different challenges in considering these rural communities and considering standalone MTFs. So, you know, just explain to me what you're thinking in terms of how you'll be overseeing these clinics and hospitals and what some of the challenges are along with with doing that. Well, as you probably know already, we are. We are in approximately 32 states across the country and Guantanamo Bay in Cuba. We do have a very large footprint everywhere, like I said, from Cuba up to Fairchild, West Point, you know, down to Fort Huachuca. So we, we really do cover really the United States. And um, with that said, though, I, we, and we do have a nice mix. We have about 10 inpatient facilities out of that footprint and the rest are all at various levels of outpatient uh, treatment. Our office is located in San Antonio, just across uh, Lackland Air Force Base at Kelly Field. And just for clarity, one of our direct reporting markets, the San Antonio market, is just a couple of miles from where the SSO, SSO office resides in San Antonio. So I do want to make sure that we don't confuse those two. So the SSO office in San Antonio, everything in terms of if an MTF needs anything with facilities, anything with policy, anything with uh, quality of care, any, any clinical issues, uh, resource management, you know, finance, finances, supply chain, all of that is directed and collaborated and integrated, if you will, through that SSO office in San Antonio. We're about, let's see, about 70 days into, we, we certified the SSO office uh, in early October. So we're about 70 days into operating with the MTFs. And in terms of um, just kind of getting this new operational rhythm that we're getting right now, it, it, is, it is nice to see all of the MTFs coming together and all of them uh, 
aligning with the under the SSO. And it, it's new for the MTS. I think they're doing a great job of now redirecting uh, uh, where they would typically uh, have gone before for any anything with related to the MTS. So it is it is operational. Uh, we are functioning. We're every day. Our our demand signals are growing in terms of our responses to the MTS and and meeting their needs and challenges. Uh, as it was before. So it's pretty exciting times right now. Could you talk a bit about the need for this specific SSO? These other areas have their own people in, in charge and their own ways of doing things. How does this one do it in such a, a large scale? And and how do you, you keep your wits about you when you have so many different moving pieces in so many different areas? I've also come from the private sector. So this really is is really not unlike anything that we would typically do in the private sector. Yes, there are a lot of moving parts, and yes, there are a lot of MTS, but really, when you can really define it, and here's my inpatient facilities, my outpatient facilities, you really do understand their operational needs fairly quickly. And and I'm sure General Place has mentioned this in, at, at several points. It's all about standardization. You know, the goal of this is that not only do we integrate and we consolidate but the idea is also to standardize. So our providers, our, our um, soldiers, sailors, and airmen could really go to any facility and operate and operate in terms of uh, 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 healthcare delivery. So that's the idea. And I think really once you see it from that perspective, it really does, I'm, I'm not certainly not trying to simplify it because it is a large footprint, but when you really look at it from that perspective of standardization, uh, you you can really digest what needs to get done and prioritize, uh, especially what needs to get done first. And in, in this case, uh, I've been meeting with the MTF, our group in San Antonio uh, at the SS. So we've been meeting with the MTF literally every week since June. And so we have gotten to know them very, very well. Many of them have already uh, been part of the DHA at some point in one of the other markets. So in a lot of respects, it's been, again, not not wanting to use the word easy, but it, it certainly has come together quite quickly as a result of us uh, developing those relationships and really setting the expectation. And that's what, really what we're doing now, whether that be policy process, how to address needs of the facility, how to address staffing, how to address the supply chain and resource management. So it is it is coming together very, very quickly and, and, and smoothly uh, for the most part. What kind of needs do these individual MTFs um, or even the small markets have? You, know, you did talk about supply chain and things like that, but do you have any kind of anecdotal things that you could share on, on how you've been helping to consolidate this and, and how DHA is helping to bring these clinics and things into the fold? Again, going back that we've been meeting uh, with the MTF since, since June and you know, a lot of us that have been in the military a long time, we, we certainly know how our services operated prior to the DHA. So I could say really the needs of the MTF in September are really not any different in October. It is typically the same thing. We do have an older footprint in some of our facilities. We have had a lot of um, HVAC issues. Your typical wear and tear of a facility and replacement of HVAC systems, sterilizers, your, your typical things that you would see in any health care delivery system, uh, the upkeep of the infrastructure. We've had uh, several of those. We've had 
some of the typical same staffing issues that you would typically see depending on what the needs of the MTF are and where our providers are located. So we're doing a lot of that, really trying to understand where the subspecialties exist, where the patient volume resides, and how to best match those two things as, as we go forward. And so we're in constant review of that every day on, on those particular needs. Then with supply chain, that too, your fairly consistent items that any healthcare delivery system would need in terms of disposable supplies, pharmaceuticals, surgical supplies, et cetera. So it really isn't as much as there's a different issue. It's really more about there's just a different process now in which to uh, address the issue. Major General Shauna Woyak, Director of the Small Market and Standalone Military Treatment Facility Organization, part of the Defense Health Agency, speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Mossioni. Check out Scott's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.